1: And subscribe to the podcast.
0: Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm David. And I'm Sherry. And we are excited to bring a different topic than (laughs) the one we've been working on for a while, which is a really good one, but um, lots of good topics for therapy that we can go into. There's no end.
1: There's no dearth of topics, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, And this is a good one that I hear a lot that I wanted... To talk about, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sherry's good for humoring me on what we <laughs> should talk about in these podcasts. But, but it's an important one. So, you know, levels of safety and trust. This is what we want to talk about, right? Um, and the idea here is it can often feel, especially after betrayal, when trust has actually been damaged, mm-hmm. um, and relationships have been fractured. Um, and there's levels, and we'll talk about this, but it's really easy to say, if I cannot trust my partner in this thing, I cannot trust them in anything. Right. And
1: mm-hmm. sometimes,
0: sometimes you could say that is true. It really depends on the situation, but often, at least what I find, is there's more trust than what it feels like. And if we don't differentiate, right. um, then the relationship has a lot more space and distance and and people are withdrawing and isolating more which sometimes is just about needing time and space after hearing information too so
1: lots to this yes yes all of these topics there's so many different layers and different things that you have to consider because for sure people need time and space right we've talked tons about boundaries yes and safety there Um, and so that's, that's a big piece of, of taking time for boundaries, taking time for, for healing and, and, uh, safety and, you know, all of those things. But as we're looking to start reconnecting, right, then we want to kind of look at some of these things. And again, you know, we're talking about different levels of betrayal and different things that have gone on. Um, in the relationship, that is going to have a bigger impact. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, and the level of betrayal. I mean, often, so if we're talking sexual addiction, mm -hmm. you know, unreported pornography, masturbation is going to be different than unreported affairs. Right. And so betrayal, but there are levels through this um, and it's easier to break trust into levels with porn or masturbation not being reported every time, for example, than if somebody is actually going out and, right, you know, hooking up with others physically. So,
1: right, right, or a massage parlor or whatever, right. all of, all of those types of things. Yeah, there's a big it, there is a big difference there, um, and and as well the level of uh dishonesty i think is also something to consider right is it something where you've had the betrayed partner has had to find yeah things every time and the levels of dishonesty is a big piece as well for example if the betrayed partner has to be the one that always finds stuff that's different then not then that person coming forward and sharing, right even if that's spaced apart and not exactly every time if it's been porn use. but you know the the amount that is shared automatically versus the betrayed partner having to find that. Right. And additionally, I think too, you also then look at, okay, how often are other things being lied about? Right. Is, and is that happening or is it mostly, oh, it's, it's just kind of around this specific topic when the partner is feeling shame around um, having acted out, they don't share for a couple days and then they come forward. That's really different than someone who maybe is a compulsive liar about, Things across the board, or you know, who has had affairs for a while, and you haven't heard a thing about it until you find it.
0: Right. So there's there's a lot that that impacts this, right? I mm-hmm. I found it helpful to have the conversation and go through what we're going to talk about here
1: mm-hmm.
0: with couples who they're on their way in a reconciliation process. So this is not an early in the process exercise, typically this is after disclosure, after we've had a chance to go through what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's been couples therapy.
1: Yeah. And after they've started doing trust discussions and things like that, and they're, they've got some consistency there and things like that.
0: Sometimes I'll, I'll see that there's, you know, some things that are holding the reconciliation back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we're tempted, remember our protector parts, we're tempted to say it's kind of an all or nothing. And if there's anything that's struggling, maybe everything is struggling. But then that keeps the separation going. And it's really hard to keep that going and work towards
1: healing. I love that. I love that. And I think it's a really important point, that all or nothing thinking. Because you're right, that is absolutely that protector talking that flares up when there's something that is little over here or maybe it's even big over here and the body just kind of shuts down and goes into well then i have to completely not trust anything that's going on right everything is awful there's nothing good happening at all here yep and in terms of trying to protect yourself and Thank you, body. You know, th- like <laughs> if we're looking at some IFS system type of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Then that part of you is it's not doing bad. Its, job. it's doing its job. Yeah. Right. And so we want to thank that part of you. We want to look at that part of you and talk to that part of you. And that's kind of what we're hoping to do here with this uh, levels of trust and safety. Right. Um, because again, for some people it will just sort of naturally flow as the betrayer, um, does disclosure and is doing trust discussions and, and maybe they are still having some times here and there where they are, um, slipping, but they're coming back. You know, it's not a relapse, it's a slip. And if you don't know the difference in terms of how David and I talk about that, definitely go check those out but there's a time frame here. So yeah. you they're the ones that are coming forward with it. They're you know working on it. They're doing their meetings. They're doing all this stuff. Sometimes, you know, oftentimes that will just sort of be a natural flow of trust that starts to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about situations where that's not the case where right. they're doing all of those things. They're showing up in the relationship differently. And are working to rebuild trust, Uh, but the protector parts of the betrayed are yelling so loudly that they're not, the betrayed partner is not able to see the movement forward that is happening.
0: Right. And and the idea is we want to get to a place where the consequences are doing the heavy lifting. In other words, if you choose to not be honest about this, then you're choosing to not sleep in the bed for a couple of days or whatever the consequences you have laid out so that there's not so much pressure on you to sort of fix things by being really protective or controlling or manage everything. Mm -hmm. Let them make their decisions. Hopefully there's some level of coming out eventually but maybe they're struggling to always, within a day or two, share because they feel terrible about it. There's a lot of shame, and so this isn't for every situation. But for a right. lot of relationships that I see, um, there's less trust, honestly, than what the the person in addiction is demonstrating. And again, that makes sense because if the protector parts from control, they're going to say, yeah no trust for a very long time, no matter what you do, but it should depend on what they're doing. Um, it's still right. a hard thing to share. It's still a hard thing for them to talk about, but I see so many couples where he's doing really well, but it still feels like every little thing is a setback and that's hard. And so again, you need to be protective, but let the consequences do a lot of that for you. Yeah. Um, and so, well, what about trust? So here's, a, here's a, kind of a nice way to think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's levels. Yes. For example, we've talked a lot about dailies. We've talked a lot about um, healthy living, balanced Mm -hmm. living, right? And we talk about areas, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, sexual, sexual, financial. financial. Mm -hmm. And there are levels of trust in each of these areas. And here's a really good example of that. So for spouses who may, who may say, I do not trust them, you know, they lied to me again. <laughs> Around this dang PMO stuff. Okay, fair enough. I don't think you should trust them when it comes to reporting PMO, pornography, right. masturbation, orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you trust him with the kids? Do right. You, do you trust him to be, you know, um, a spiritual leader where he's not trying to get you to not go to church or... He's resisting prayer or scriptures, not guiding the family in the direction you want. Um, do you trust him to pay the bills, to act responsibly with the money? Right. And so it helps to start to break it down like this and say, okay, fair that I don't trust in this thing, but if yes. I make this thing the only thing, it is or really you disheartening. All or it. Yeah. Yeah. Hard for him because it's like, oh, it's like I can't, I can't be good enough. I can't do everything right even though in these other areas they're doing well and, and likely have always done well. Mm-hmm. But we don't see that after this kind of thing happens, um, which is, again, fair. Your protector parts are doing their job. Right. They just would like to remain in control long after the threat has passed.
1: Right. So um, remember we talk about trauma, right. right? And we talk about how with PTSD and, and really other types of trauma as well, your body is going to absolutely flare up at these little things that look like they might be Mm -hmm. this big thing. right? Right. Like, Oh, I saw a scratch mark on the tree. There must be a bear. And you know, your, your body is looking for the things that are going on around it. That may or may not be relevant at all. Like there's a rip in that bag in the garbage oh no, there's a bear, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that, but... It just
0: means you have teenagers.
1: Yeah, it, it means, but their body is, is going through everything that happened at that time, right? Right. If you got attacked by a bear in the forest, right? right. It's, it's going through everything that happened at the time and picking out things that it can attach that response to in order to keep you safe in the future, right? That's just how our body systems work. So as we move into this, you know, as we move into emotional trauma, the same thing happens, right? And so these little, these things will create a big flare, a big protective flare. And we can choose to live in that space, right? You can choose to never, ever go into the forest again. You can choose to never... Go anywhere where there might be a tree, or anywhere that (laughs) there's wild animals, right? Ever again?
0: Right. You could. What if? What if your dream job is a a forest ranger? Yeah. What if you're married?
1: (laughs) Yeah. What if you're married? And this is the person, and so it's not an
0: option to (laughs) just not ever.
1: Right. I mean, it is an option, right? You can divorce them. It is. Yeah. Right. You could. You could. But oftentimes as we think through it and we think about those spaces, we recognize maybe there is a little bit more trust Yeah. and there are really good things that are happening um, or there are parts of the relationship that are really wonderful. And so we don't want to do that. So right. then we really need to work with our protective parts in order to say, okay, scratch on the tree. That could be a couple of different things. What level of heightened do I need to be at this point? Maybe I need to be a 0.5 instead of a 10. And then if I notice other things all at the same time, right, then my level goes up a little bit and up a little bit as I notice several different indicators that there might be a bear. Yeah. Right. And so that's what we want to do with this is let's look at all of these different areas so that when you have those trigger spaces that come up, that protective part of you that's coming up, you can kind of look and go, okay, okay what level should I be at right now?
0: Exactly. So here's the exercise. You ready? Okay. You get a piece of paper, (laughs) make two columns. On the left side, you're going to write mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, sexual, and financial.
1: You're talking way too fast.
0: (laughs) Pause and rewind. Yeah,
1: (laughs) we'll let you go back for that.
0: Um, and, and a little bit of space in between like every other line. So mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, sexual, and financial. Right. And on the right column, this is where you're going to rate um, each of these areas. So what I recommend is you have Um, you do this for trust, and then you do this for safety, both. Mm -hmm. And so kind of imagine like two groups. Um, And so do it twice, do it twice above the first column on the left, right, trust or safety, whichever one you want to begin rating. And then on the right, what I would recommend is a scale of one to 10, where one is the most safe. And or I'm sorry, 10 is the most safe. <laughs> one is the least safe. Yeah. So just to recap, you're going to have safety or trust. And then below that, all six of these categories. Mm-hmm. And then on the right, from one to 10, how safe you feel in that area. So for example, um, mental safety. Now, maybe that's a little...
1: Confusing. Well, let's talk let's talk a little bit about safety in general, right? Okay, so safety is being protected from danger, risk or injury. Uh, or they un- or the other person is unlikely to cause danger, risk or injury. Right? right? So so this is like whether or not or the likelihood of your partner harming you in these ways. right. So a mental safety, Right is going to look. It's going to look like okay. Are they going to? The likelihood that they're going to injure you, or the risk of injury, mentally. Mentally, right? Um, or harm mentally. <gasps> like so, what?
0: What would that look um, like?
1: That would look like uh, maybe. Well, mental and emotional. I feel like are tricky to kind of differentiate. They're, they're, they're nuanced
0: because mental is is think of it as kind of intellectual. Yeah. Often there's an imbalance in relationships, right? Mentally. Right. So maybe or you're, intellectually. you're stupid, right?
1: Or you're never gonna amount to anything. You feel
0: put down. Or, you feel corrected a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, you never, you never do what I want. You never listen. You never, you know, some of those types of things. Or you're um, made
0: fun of. Those yeah, kind of things. So yeah,
1: you're talked over. Mm-hmm. Those, those yeah. types of things.
0: And so what you would do is you'd say, okay, in our relationship, when it comes to mental, mm-hmm. what's the risk here of like harm or injury? Yeah. Uh, let me think. Mentally, do they put me down? Do they? Not a lot. So according to the scale, 10 is the most safe. So maybe you're like an eight or a nine or a 10 mentally. Right. For safety. So, right. so that's kind of what we're after here. Yeah. Is, is we're rating these. Yeah. Um, but good to think about maybe what the difference is. So we did mental.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go to emotional because what's... Yeah, emotional we... would
1: be around your feelings and around them hurting your feelings. Okay. Um, or, you know, doing other like emotional damage, like destroying maybe your self-esteem or your worth or different things like that. Again, there are some overlaps Definitely here, some overlaps. Especially between the physical and mental.
0: I. I think of it kind of like mental is you feel stupid and emotional is your feelings are hurt. You're put down. You feel... Yeah. um,
1: You're feeling a lot of distress or uh, like unsafety. Like I can't think of what to say. I know.
0: I had it. Like you feel less important. Um, Your feelings don't matter. Kind of like they don't really care that much. Mm -hmm. Um, That's hurtful. You're dismissed. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so think of like (laughs) the opposite of empathy, not feeling hurt or understood. My feelings don't matter. And so, Mm -hmm. okay, if I'm rating this, 10 is the most safe. Maybe I feel like a 4. Mm -hmm. which wouldn't be unusual given likely what's happened to lead us to this place anyway. Right. So if there's been betrayal, there's probably a lack of real emotional uh, connection or at least empathy, which Mm -hmm. you're an empathy expert if you've made it this far in our podcast. (laughs) So you know what empathy is. And if there's not a lot of empathy, you would rate low or they would rate low for safety here.
1: Yeah. Yes. You would rate them low. Yeah. So physical, obviously, is uh, angry or aggressive behavior, and this includes threats um, as opposed to necessarily just actual harm, right? right? Um, So, again, that one might be oftentimes what we see in here is that one's actually pretty high as opposed to, like, emotional safety. If you're talking about betrayal, right, right. Um, oftentimes there's not a lot of physical
0: high is um, in safe.
1: Yeah. High is in safe. Yes. That's for a <laughs> second a there.
0: I was like, that's, that's high. You mean you yes, know, high yes. is safe? Yep,
1: High is safe. So they're, they're not <laughs> punching you. They're betraying you and other, there's other betrayal going right. on. Right. So there's other ways that you're feeling unsafe. Um, and, and interestingly, you know, this is kind of geared toward the, the betrayed partner, right. As we're talking about this, but, but again, we, we do see the flip side where, you know, the betrayer is like, well, I didn't, I didn't hit you. So it's fine. Right. 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 (laughs) So this is again, one of those spaces where, when we separate out where the safety is, is, um, being violated, it's helpful. Mm -hmm. So, so then spiritual, that is related to if you, it's, it's both a religious space, but also, um, also a spiritually higher power, bigger universe kind of a feeling. Yeah. So, and you can kind of determine, so if you're not a particularly religious person, then you might kind of lend yourself more to that other type of or area of spirituality. So, and that could involve how unified you guys are, or if the other person is treating you well around that, if they're belittling your spirituality, or um, resisting your choices to engage in that space.
0: And an important note here, I think, safety doesn't mean you just don't feel connected necessarily, because there's a lot of reasons for that. Mm-hmm. This is more like they're they're a threat or there's harm. Yes, that's a so good you point. you may not feel like well we're not connected spiritually. Right, very we much. think
1: different things. Yeah, like, we, we think believe different things. Different we, things. We,
0: but that doesn't mean not feeling safe. So yes, w- the idea here with safe that that's more like a trust, which we will. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing two columns here, right? Yes. And two areas, one is safety, one is trust. Totally fair for like a spiritual trust maybe below if you don't feel connected spiritually or like they care very much, mm-hmm. for example. But when we're talking safety, then that's like harm yes. or threat or risk. Um and so maybe it's like, Well, there's no there's no threat there, I just
1: Right, like they're not threatening to try to keep me away from my spirituality right. or to believe or do act within that framework. Right. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Thanks for clarifying that because that's really important, I think. Um, okay, so then sexual, right? That's closeness, vulnerability, and intimate types of spaces, right? So we want to make sure... That uh there's safety there, right? Yeah. Obviously like marital rape would be like a zero, right? And then you kind of work up from there. Yep. But if it feels like Force, there is coercion. Not, yeah. Yes, yeah. Those are the types of things that we're looking at um with sexual safety. Or if they're out with multiple partners, right? Yeah. That's yep. really that's a reducing risk for sure. Yes, your safety. So things like that would be under the sexual safety. And then financial is the last one. Um, Are they being transparent? Are they participating with you? when it comes to budget and finance, like in a way that is going to... Enhance or reduce the safety. Where are you at with that? Yeah,
0: or are they spending like out of control? And there's a lot going on. And right.
1: Or are they like hiding money? Or uh-huh. are they, you know, making decisions that are then threatening the potential for your livelihood or uh, more incoming money or different things like that? Yep. Okay. So you're going to do all of these things for the trust. We said to do them for safety and do them for trust. So just as a reminder, trust is the other person being reliable. They'll tell the truth. They're, um, they are capable and they're strong enough to do that thing. So you're, you're looking at their reliability, um, truth, ability, strength, you know, in these different areas. So, again, it's kind of this this confidence that they can complete those those different tasks that they can show up in these ways.
0: Yeah, like we say, they are where they say they are, Uh doing what they say they're doing. Right. That's trust.
1: Right. Yes. So mentally, that could be like confidence in their capacities, you know, mentally or in how they're treating you mentally, right? Um, Emotionally, that would be. That, that you can trust that they will hear you, see you, have empathy for mm-hmm. you, understand you, your feelings and emotions physically, um, that they'll take care of you physically. Yeah. Not just, I mean, I guess when you're talking about safety, that, you know. It's, yeah. But it's it's being mindful of you physically, being yeah. gentle and kind with you physically, right? Uh, spiritually. Spiritually. That's more about connection of connection of where are we spiritually, um, and that you're going to be able to share and grow together mm-hmm. spiritually, um, even if maybe you don't necessarily have the same belief systems. Right, right. That you can talk about them, that you can work on. There's a that respect and kindness towards each side, and you can work together on that. Right. And then financially would be uh, confidence Mm -hmm. in them uh, taking care of what needs to be done
0: financially. Follow the budget.
1: Yes, follow the budget. We have a budget. Are you
0: going to follow it, or do you?
1: Yes, make wise financial decisions. Had to
0: buy this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. So you're going to want to do those, and then. Da, da, da.
0: And and you both of you. This is a good exercise for both right. of you to do. And then
1: you're gonna also rate yourself.
0: Yeah, be honest.
1: Yes, <laughs> be honest. Be
0: honest. Are you safe? Are you trustworthy?
1: Yeah. And and as you do that, then you can also like maybe make some notes or or things um, on both sides mm-hmm. on you and what you're doing for yourself and rating yourself and also how you're rating them. Okay. Where are the, the stock spots? Yeah. Where are the things where I, I, why, why is it not a 10? Like what are the things? Yeah,
0: it's, it's actually really good to talk about when this is done. It makes yes. for an easy couple session. Let me yes. put it that way. Cause the idea is you're going to come together and talk about these. Yes. And not so much to tell your partner what you yeah. are supposed to do, but Here's to know. Here's where you're wrong. Yeah, and you need to, you right. know just to know, oh, you feel this way about me. I want to hear more about that. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And to be able to see like, okay, how am I seeing myself versus how are they seeing yeah, where I'm at?
0: Yep, yep. And
1: where can I shift and change and where can I do a little better? Or maybe they thought of something that you're like, oh, I totally do that and I didn't even... I didn't think of that as being an emotionally safe thing, but it totally is, and I need to do better, right? It's a wonderful space of learning and growing, and again, this is one of the reasons why it's not the beginning of therapy. Like this, Right, this
0: would be a tough exercise early on. Yeah. But you see how you likely will go through an exercise like this and feel differently about trusting them. It won't be as simple as I trust you or I don't. It's like, well, which... Which area are you referring to exactly? Like, do you not trust yes. me physically? Do you not trust me spiritually? Do you not? Yes. Admittedly, I have issues and I have problems and I'm, I'm dropping the ball a lot, but it's probably not kind of as simple black and white as we've made it. And so Protector right. Parts, thank you.
1: Thank you. You do
0: a lot to help me for sure, especially early on when I don't know what to do. Yes. Um, and we... I
1: don't know the level of what's going right. on. Right. 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 Right? What, what is actually happening on here? And yes. And then let's look at, hey, protector parts, let's look at this. Like, actually, we've got a 10 in this area. We've got yeah. a 7 here. we got some high we've numbers in some. here. So can I look at what exactly is going on here and then set the, the boundaries that I need yeah. according to what's actually going on? Perfect. So hopefully that's helpful and, and helps you kind of break down some of the things a little bit better, and also have some really great couple conversations. Yes. You know this isn't obviously just for you know, sexual betrayal. right This is for anyone, any time in any relationship, to just right. kind of look and say, "Okay, where are we at here? Where are things?" And uh, can we do some improving? Um, in, in any of these areas, right. where can we show up a little bit better? Exactly. Okay.
0: Okay. Thanks for joining us.
1: We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at Two Therapist Talking dot com or email podcast at Two Therapist Talking dot com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.